Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hosts. Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening, and welcome to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I welcome you to Let's Talk America, which is a national award-winning family radio talk show that always aims to address issues that matter to you. You know, this show is for every single member of the community every member of the family. We try not to exclude anyone. We are not a left-wing show or a right-wing show. We're a universal show that offers real talk for real people. Well, it is Tuesday, August 18th, 2015, and we're excited to bring you a very important show segment tonight. We are talking about the latest in health news. Of course, our health matters no matter what your age is, and we are honored that you're with us tonight to bring you the latest, okay? So go ahead and message all of your family, friends, and colleagues, and let them know to tune in to LTA, Let's Talk America, because we're on live right now this Tuesday night. Also, if you're out there on social media, if you drop in and off of Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, go ahead and hashtag LTA right now and let others know that you're tuned in. And of course, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge those dedicated listeners that go back and listen to the replay podcast when they get the opportunity. Of course, they're not always able to listen in live Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, but they go back the following day, be it Wednesday, Friday, or Sunday morning to listen to us. So thank you for all of the support. It takes a team to make it happen, and we are very uh, conscientious of that. Thanks a lot. Well, did you know that the back is the most common location for the deadliest form of skin cancer? That's right. That's information that may be shocking to a lot of people. We're going to talk about skin cancer tonight, the latest news in skin cancer research. We're also going to talk about the latest coming from Alzheimer's arena. Talking about that, we've had a a very important member with the Alzheimer's Association International Conference. She's going to be with us tonight to discuss some very relevant and timely information. Hey, are you a baby boomer? Are you interested in your nutrition? Are you a diabetic? Are you trying to shed the pounds? Are you always craving something to eat? Well, you have to stay with us because I also have an exclusive conversation with Dr. Juan Ochoa and also a dietitian by the name of Samantha Lynch. They're going to talk about nutrition and trying to keep the pounds off the right way. And lastly, we have to bring up vaccinations, of course. It's a hot topic. It has been now in the news for the last year and a half. I have the one and only television personality, Dr. Jen Arnold. She is with us, and she's going to talk about uh, the relevancy of childhood vaccinations, why it's important. So stick with us. Tonight's health segment covers everyone you can think of. If you're an adolescent, a member of the millennium, or Generation X, why? Or you're a baby boomer. We've got you covered tonight on LTA. Let's talk America. Okay, well, let's get ready because you're in for one great show. Prepare yourself to take mental notes or written notes because Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, kicks off live now.
Let's get it going. Zen Body Wraps and Medical Spa is your exotic vacation right here at home. Here at Zen, you would be catered to hand and foot while you relax and get away from the stress of your life. Let us care for you. You deserve it. We offer you every way imaginable to relax and get away from the hectic day today. Whether it's a deep tissue massage, a body wrap, time in the sauna, or just quiet time in our Zen reading room, you will have the experience of an exotic vacation. At Zen Body Wrap, you will enjoy spa treatments to release all your stress with a Swedish or deep tissue massage. Detox services, which focus on releasing unwanted toxins from the body. Facial treatments that exfoliate your skin and leave it feeling smooth. Zen Body Wraps and Medical Spa offers a variety of services that will help you relieve your stress, enhance your relaxation, and improve your overall health. Stop by and enjoy a massage today. To book an appointment, please contact Zen Body Wraps and Medical Spa at 770-731-2244. Please also visit our website at www.zenbodywraps.com. Regina R. Tate is a Christian counselor, and she's written a book entitled There is a Bomb for That. The compilation is her platform to inspire and spread the love of God. The book is encouragement and motivation to get beyond and through everyday issues and problems using the Word of God. In addition, she shares some accounts of athletes and other well-known people doing admirable or not-so-admirable things to help push across her messages of encouragement. Tate combines her love of sports with her love of the Lord to inspire those of us who are on the Lord's side and others who are seeking reasons to trust in God. Within the book are articles or missives including Hold Fast, Gifts of the Cross, Call to Be Better, and Don't Get Weary, all of which remind us that God is always pulling for us to get to the other side of the room. In the missive, there's a bomb for that. Tate Vince, my head hurts because there is so little tolerance for the diverse prisms through which we see life, and there is a declining appreciation for the myriad ways we have come to survive life. She goes on to explain why her neck hurts, her eyes, her ears, her stomach, her feet, and even her heart hurts. But then she points out that she is not in a woe is me state of paralysis because she says, I have medicine. I have a bomb in Gilead. Her aim with the book is to remind all of us that we indeed have medicine for whatever ails us. Regardless of what the situation or the crisis is, there is a bomb for that. Books may be purchased on authorhouse.com or at amazon.com or you may visit the website thereisabombforthat.com for more information. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, is thankful and grateful for all of our national sponsors and partners of the show. And, of course, the show wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for the dedicated, loyal weekly listeners. Thank you so much for everything, for sharing our information with family, friends, and colleagues. Interested in knowing who our next week's show guests will be or future show topics or more information on our national sponsors and partners, please go to www 
www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. It's easy, one-stop shop. You're going to love this website, okay? That website is www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. And if you're interested in sending the show a message, uh, any recommendations or show feedback, or you want to connect with me personally, go ahead and shoot me an email at letstalkshana at gmail.com. Again, that email is letstalkshana at gmail.com. And, of course, we would be honored to have you join us on the various social media outlets, be it Instagram, Twitter, a Facebook, a Pinterest, or Google+. Do connect with us. And you can find all of our connections or handles if you visit that website again, www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Well, everyone, it is time for our highly anticipated In the News, where I briefly share with you the top trending news topics of today. And, of course, we're excited to collaborate with the television cable network SCB Television of Georgia where we bring you the same information on television. So if you're ever in the Atlanta area or anywhere near Georgia, check it out, SCB Television, and there you will find me uh, covering the national topics, the news of the day, and also some local community news of the Southern Crescent of the Atlanta metropolitan area. Alright? So check us out. And you can always visit SCB Television's website. There you can find uh, that same information if you're never near it to actually turn to the channel on the tube, okay? All right, everyone, in the news. In the news for the week of August 17th, 2015, a civil rights giant has passed. 75-year-old civil rights activist and leader Julian Bond has died at the age of 75. He is known by many as a charismatic figure of the civil rights movement. He was a chairman of the NAACP for 10 years, in which he took office in 1998. He was co-founder of the Southern Poverty Law Center, which took aim at injustices in the U.S. Mr. Bond was one of the original leaders of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in the 1960s, while he was a young student at Morehouse College in Atlanta. He was the committee's communications director for five years. He helped guide the national news media toward stories of violence and discrimination as the committee challenged legal segregation in the South's public facilities. Bond died on Saturday night in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. It is being reported that the cause of death was complications of vascular disease. He is survived by his wife and five children. President Barack Obama is quoted as saying, Julian Bond helped change this country for the better. In the news, deadly blast in China. Crews continue to search for an unknown number of civilians who are believed to be trapped by multiple explosions that killed at least 114 people to date in the eastern Chinese city of Taijin. Relatives of some of the 95-plus people missing, mostly firefighters, did storm an official Chinese news conference demanding to know the whereabouts of their loved ones. This past Saturday, violent fires sent black smoke throughout the sky where explosions devastated a chemical warehouse on Wednesday. Official numbers of fatalities and missing persons due to the explosions is still being determined. In the news, missing Indonesian plane. Media sources are reporting the finding of a crash site on Sunday after an Indonesian airliner with 54 people aboard lost contact with air traffic control over a remote mountainous area in Indonesia. 
Authorities are reporting that the plane was found by villagers who said it crashed into a mountain in Papaya, the nation's largest and most eastern province. The fate of the 49 passengers, including five children and a crew of five, is not known yet. The crash marks the third catastrophe for the Southeast Asian nation's air transportation system in less than one year. In the news, will Joe run? Sitting Vice President Joe Biden is reportedly deciding if he will officially seek a bid for the top position in the White House. So far, the 2016 political landscape for Democrats has been shaped by the assumption that Hillary Clinton is the all-but-certain nominee, even with a challenge by Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. What would a run by Vice President Biden mean for Clinton, Sanders, and others? Well, Joe Biden's entrance would completely alter the Democratic primary fight, says Democrat strategist Joe Trippi. The decision should be announced soon. Let's Talk America with your host Shana Thornton will keep you informed of the emerging presidential primary political scene. And finally tonight in the news, Big Bird and Elmo will be moving to cable. Time Warner Incorporated, owner of cable giant HBO, recently announced a deal with the nonprofit Sesame Workshop to make the next five seasons of the long-running educational program available on its cable channels and streaming services. Sesame Street will go from 18 new episodes a year to a production of 35 new shows, and the nonprofit will produce a new spin-off series exclusively for HBO. Sesame Workshop Chief Executive Jeffrey Dunn said two-thirds of Children first view the show on demand, which means there is currently less revenue coming in to make new content. This move has caused buzz on social media. Many on social media have expressed dissatisfaction with the deal. The 45-year-old children's program, Sesame Street, is considered a gold standard for children's educational programming. That officially wraps up in the news for the week of August 17th, 2015. Do stay informed with Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, again, where we spotlight the top trending news topics that matter to you. Let's keep it going. Let's Talk America is live now. The quote of today comes from acclaimed author C. Cherie Hardy, who once wrote, Did you know that the human heart nourishes itself first, then the rest of the body? Again, acclaimed Arthur and educator C. Cherie Hardy once wrote, Did you know that the human heart nourishes itself first, then the rest of the body? How true it is. You know, we always have to get to the heart of the matter before everything else can be addressed effectively. So always remember what really matters, what your main priority should be, and then everything else will eventually work itself out. All right, everyone? We're on LTA. Let's Talk America Live this Tuesday night. August 18th, 2015. Of course, tonight's segment is about the latest in health news. We're going to kick it off with an exclusive conversation and a very important conversation about skin cancer. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton, it is Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on your skin, your health. In particular, we're focusing on skin cancer with the one and only Dr. Lauren Plo, uh, who is out of New Orleans. How are you this Tuesday night? I'm great. Great. Thanks for being on with us. Now, I know there was an eye-opening survey from the American Academy of Dermatology, uh, which talked about uh, there are a lot of things about the skin that uh, the average mundane person just isn't getting. You know, what does the survey tell us about our skin protection, doctor? Well, the survey by the American Academy of Dermatology 
told us that 30% of people rarely or never apply sunscreen to their backs when they're exposed to the sun. And 43% rarely or never ask someone to help them apply sunscreen to their back when they're exposed to the sun. And it's really important to apply, to apply sunscreen to your back because it's, it's one of the places where we see melanoma and non-melanoma skin cancers very commonly. Wow. You know, how do men compare to women? So men were not as likely to apply sunscreen to their back as women or to ask someone to help them to apply sunscreen to their back. The statistics showed that 40% of men rarely or never apply sunscreen to their back compared to 33% of women, and 47% of men rarely or never ask someone to help them apply sunscreen to the back compared to 40% of women. Men were also twice as likely to report that they wouldn't feel comfortable asking someone like a friend or a family member to help them feel to, to you know, help them apply sunscreen yes. to their back. 10% of men wouldn't really feel comfortable doing that compared to 5% of women. Wow. We are talking about, of course, a skin cancer. It's 2015. Unfortunately, it's still a very relevant topic. You know, tell me this, uh, Dr. Lauren, what should we be looking for when we are checking the skin, particularly uh, the back? Um, what should we be looking for anyway? I mean, because, uh, of course, we're not physicians like you. Is there anything in particular that should stand out for us? Yeah, well, the most important thing is to check and check yourself at least every 3 to 12 months and ask a friend or family member to help you check difficult areas to see, such as the back. We're looking for things that don't look like other things that you have, things that are changing, itching, or bleeding. We talk about the ABCDEs of melanoma. You want to look for things that are asymmetric with irregular borders, with different colors within the lesion, larger than the size of a number two pencil eraser, or changing or evolving over time. And those are kind of the things that you want to look for um, in something abnormal on the skin. And if you see anything that's changing or bleeding or itching, you, you want to see a dermatologist as soon as possible. Wow, that's smart, great information. Of course, your health matters here on uh, Let's Talk America. Now, tell me this. We have a very diverse listening audience, Dr. Lauren. And, you know, there are some out there who may say, well, I don't have to be concerned with skin cancer because my skin is not uh, lighter skinned or it's not fair. You know, what is your message to African Americans or Hispanics that are listening in right now? Because I, from my understanding, skin cancer can affect everyone, right? Absolutely. Anyone can get skin cancer regardless of their skin color, especially melanoma. Now, we do see higher rates of non-melanoma skin cancers like basal cell cancer or squamous cell cancer in Caucasians, but we definitely see those types of skin cancers as well as melanoma in African Americans and Hispanics as well. Mm, So certainly uh, to be aware that it can hit any racial group. Absolutely. Okay. And tell me this for our diverse listeners out there. Does it necessarily look different uh, with African-American patients than Caucasian patients? Or you're going to look for the same things all of a sudden, uh, bleeding spots on the skin, uh, itching, irritation that doesn't make sense. Would that still apply? Absolutely. It definitely still applies. Things that are changing, things that are bleeding, itching. 
things that are irregular. Those are things we look for in all skin types. Mm. You know, what message should we be sending our children? Because uh, we're in the warmer days, of course, and they go outside and they play or they go to summer camp or we're going by the lake or the pool. And, you know, often we're like, oh, just grab that, grab the shades. But I know um, a lot of parents listen to this show, and we want to start with great uh, behavior early in. What message should we be telling our kids when it comes to taking care of their skin for the long term? I think it's important to reiterate that sun exposure is the most preventable risk factor for skin cancer, so that preventing sun exposure to our skin is the most important thing, or at least protecting our skin when we're out in the sun. Wearing a hat, sunscreen, sunglasses, and protective clothing is very important, and trying to avoid sunlight during the hours of 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. when the sun is strongest. Okay. You know, tell me this. We're talking about the warmer days that we're in right now, um, but the winter or fall will be quickly approaching us eventually. You know, is there anything we need to take precaution of then, or skin cancer is really the topic for the summer? No. The sun is just as as deadly during the winter as it is during the summer, sometimes more so because people are less likely to apply sunscreen if it's cooler outside. Um, Even you have to be careful in the shade. There was a study recently that showed that the shade only blocked about 30% of the sun's rays. So you definitely have to be just as vigilant in the summer, the fall, and the winter, and even under the shade as you would if you were out in the sun. Wow. So we really need to be aware, and that's why knowledge is key. But Dr. Lauren, you're telling us that year-round we need to protect our skin. Be vigilant about this. Absolutely. And if if you're looking for more information about this, you can visit spotskincancer.org. There you can find um, some prevention tips. There's some informational videos. You can also get a free body mole map to help you map your moles uh, throughout the year and notice if anything's changing. And I always recommend to my patients to take photos of lesions on their cell phones and store them on their computer. Smart. Mm, We take selfies for everything else. You're right, Dr. Lauren. Why not do it for our skin or health? You know, before you leave us, you have to let me know, we have uh, many listeners, and some are concerned about the aging of the skin, right? And I know we're talking about skin cancer and the sun, but I've heard the sun um, is great, obviously, for some vitamin D, but like you say, we want to be intelligent about being out in the sun when it comes to protecting it from skin cancer in particular. But when people talk about aging and they're looking at uh, the skin, particularly under the eyes or around the mouth, you know, how much does the sun exposure play into keeping the skin as smooth as possible as we age? No, I think it's very important. I think it's just as important as our genetics. So protecting yourself from the sun will definitely prevent signs of early aging. Mm. And any uh, specific advice on uh, healthy living to keep the skin as uh, spotless as possible? Perhaps drinking water? I've heard that. Is that really true? I do think that drinking water and eating well is key. And you can get enough vitamin D from your food sources that you don't even need to worry about getting vitamin D from UV exposure and running the risk of potentially exposing yourself to skin cancer and and sunlight. Mm, Great information. Again, the one and only Dr. Lauren on with us. Give us that website again and any other information if those are interested in learning more about skin cancer. uh, And you, of course. I know you're based in New Orleans. Yeah, so you can visit the American Academy of Dermatology to find a local dermatologist if you have any questions, or visit spotskincancer.org where you can find the free body mole map and any other information. Wow, thank you so much, and keep sharing all of your great information, keeping us healthy. Thank you, Shana. We are not done yet. We have some more exclusive, brief conversations for you. But first, let's take a quick break, okay? It was out of love. 
A True Love Story of Deception, Grace, and Forgiveness by sensational author James Marr is a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. All right, it is Tuesday, August 18th, 2015, and of course, Let's Talk America is putting the spotlight on the latest breaking health news. We're going to move right into a very exclusive and timely conversation about Alzheimer's. It's Tuesday night, listeners of your award-winning national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton, and we're putting the spotlight on the latest in uh, medical issues or concerns, and you should know that leading researchers from around the world are gathered in Washington, D.C. this week at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference, and the association uh, is actually hosting this conference, and which is really considered the largest forum for the community to discuss groundbreaking research and innovative discoveries in a very serious health concern, and that being Alzheimer's disease. Right now, we have with us Dr. Heather Snyder. She is the Director of Medical and Scientific Operations at the Alzheimer's Associations. How are you doing this Tuesday night? Great. How are you? I'm well, and I want to get right to it. You know uh, just as well as I do that a lot of people have uh, little memory slips, if you will, and they desperately want to know if they're at risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. Now, tell us this, Dr. Snyder, at you're in D.C. at this huge conference. What is the latest news from the Alzheimer's Association uh, International Conference around things that do affect our risk for developing the disease? the Alzheimer's Association's International Conference, we're seeing studies that look at factors from early life and how they may possibly link to later life risk for developing Alzheimer's disease and related dementia. For instance, we've seen that type 1 diabetes increases your risk for later life risk. Okay. And we've also seen studies that are looking at school age performance at age 9 or 10 and how that may impact your later life risk for developing Alzheimer's disease and related dementia. Wow. So, I mean, you're basically saying for us to say all of a sudden when people uh, may start to show symptoms, maybe in their early 70s, you're saying this doesn't necessarily happen overnight. There's a strong possibility maybe there are some sort of risk factors that will allow us to be more, I'm, I'm thinking, more apt to develop this disease later in life? We're learning more and more about the underlying science of what's happening inside the brains of individuals with Alzheimer's disease and that the underlying biology is actually changing a decade or more before someone develops the memory changes associated with Alzheimer's. But what that does do is that gives us a window of opportunity that we can detect those changes 
And when we have that therapy, whether it's a lifestyle okay. or a medical or a, or a medication, we can intervene at that earliest time point to stop or slow the progression. Wow. So early detection is key. You know, tell me this. Uh, there are many out there that saying, you know, Dr. Snyder is telling me a lot of great information, but I have had these memory slips. Um, I forgot where I put the keys. Um, every now and then when I'm going to a routine stop, such as the local grocery store, I say, is it this light or the next light? You know, are there any symptoms that individuals need to be looking for for themselves or for a loved one, say a parent uh, or an aunt or uncle? You know, what should they be aware of where, say, I need to go see a doctor. If you are concerned about yourself or a loved one, the Alzheimer's Association would encourage you to speak to your health care provider. Okay. Uh, the Alzheimer's Association does have the top 10 warning signs for Alzheimer's disease. The way to think about it is it's not, it's not just a, a, you know, forgetting your keys or, um, or, or necessarily forgetting whether it's Monday or Tuesday okay. to wake up in the morning, but it's actually forgetting something that you've done your whole life and suddenly you're having difficulty with that. Uh, those top 10 warning signs are on our website at ALD.org. Okay, wow. So thank you. So we can go to that website for more information, but you're saying it is more than just, a, you know, typical memory loss of where do the keys go. And that needs to be noted, listeners of Let's Talk America. It's Tuesday night, and we're putting the spotlight on the latest in Alzheimer's disease. And we have with us Dr. Heather Schneider. She's reporting from the Alzheimer's Association International Conference that's taking place this week in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. You know, tell me this, Dr. Snyder, how many people are affected by Alzheimer's in the U.S.? And I've got to know this. Are the numbers going to increase in the uh, upcoming near years? Today, there are more than 5 million Americans that are living with Alzheimer's disease. And a new study that's being reported here and that was commissioned by the Alzheimer's Association suggests that if we don't have a way to stop or slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease, that by 2040, there will be more than 28 million baby boomers that are living with this disease. Wow. And not only will there be huge numbers of families that are affected by Alzheimer's, but we're also going to see a huge increase in the cost, with nearly 25% of Medicare spending being allocated to costs related to Alzheimer's disease. But wow. we are seeing that there is hope, and we're seeing that okay. here in Washington, D.C. Okay, wonderful. Again, uh, Washington, D.C., they have a big international conference going on where they've got the top researchers and advocates of Alzheimer's disease together. So, wow, what an amazing event that must be. Dr. Snyder, are there resources available to help people and, uh, with, and their families with this disease? I know you mentioned the cost of Alzheimer's. That's something a lot of people say, uh, don't really think about until they're in it. I mean, what can people do if they want uh, information to say, hey, I need help? We do know that families that have access to community resources and local resources have better outcomes both for the care fam for the care partner but also for the individual that's living with the disease. You can go to ALZ.org to find resources in your community for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call the Alzheimer's Association helpline at 800-272. 3900. Awesome. Great information. I hope everyone took that uh, information down. Or you can simply put it in your favorite search engine and go to the Alzheimer's Association website. You know, uh, we do hear a lot about females or women and the disease of Alzheimer's. Uh, tell me this. Are there any new developments coming out um, at this uh, international conference related specifically to women? Greater than two-thirds of the more than five million Americans living with Alzheimer's disease are women. We don't completely understand why. Is, there a, is it because that women are living longer, or are there biological or genetic reasons for this difference? What we're seeing here at the Alzheimer's Association's International Conference is new studies that suggest 
uh, that women who have early memory changes actually decline twice as fast as men. And in fact, those oh, wow. same women also have an increased buildup of the beta amyloid protein, yes. one of the hallmark brain changes that we see in Alzheimer's disease. Wow. So, I mean, and is there anything going on this week at the International Conference? Or I'm sure there may be some papers or research that will be presented focusing on women. There will be, and the Alzheimer's Association has also um, uh, put together a group of experts to, to look at where are some of the gaps in this research. And later this year, the Alzheimer's Association, as the largest nonprofit funder of Alzheimer's research in the world, will be um, will actually be reaching out to the scientific community uh, with a program to fund some of that research to answer those questions. Mm, awesome information. Again, the one and only Dr. Heather Snyder with the Alzheimer's Association is with us. You know, before you leave us, there are those that may have already um, experienced some of these symptoms. It's been um, confirmed by a neurologist, a physician of sorts, saying uh, there is a problem uh, with Alzheimer's disease there. Any lasting words of hope, Dr. Snyder, for those that are living right now in fear, for those that may uh, have a child, there may be a son listening or a niece, saying, I don't want my family member to go through this. I've seen what Alzheimer's can do. They're afraid. It's a real human component of living. Uh, what are your lasting words of advice or hope for them? There is hope, and I think we're seeing that here at the Alzheimer's Association's International Conference. We're seeing studies that are looking uh, at helping people live better with the disease, but we're also seeing studies that look for a, a different future. Uh, we're talking about the possible prevention of Alzheimer's disease, the idea that you can detect the underlying biology, and when we have that therapy, whether it's a medication or a lifestyle, we can intervene at that earliest time point to stop or slow the progression of the disease. Very much like what we do for heart disease today. You might have a, a cholesterol test or some other type of test that will uh, lead to further follow-up. And we significantly reduce the risk of heart attack or stroke. It's that same type of idea with Alzheimer's disease. Mm. Early detection is key, and if you have any symptoms, as she so eloquently said earlier, that you've got to seek medical attention as soon as possible. Thank you, Dr. Snyder, and also to the Alzheimer's Association for all that you all do of sharing great information and providing awareness for a very serious and devastating disease, Alzheimer's. Thank you, and keep it going. Thank you. Well, great conversation thus far on Let's Talk America on this Tuesday night. Uh, we are not done yet, almost, but you still have time to message all of your family and friends and let them know that Let's Talk America is on and it is delivering some of the latest breaking news when it comes to the health arena. And, of course, our health matters. It means so much. After all, it does mean life, okay? We're going to continue the conversation. We're going to have a dietitian on with us next. She's going to specifically address the nutritional needs of baby boomers, such an important group in our society, okay? So don't leave us yet. We're going to take a quick, brief break. Congratulations on-air personality Shana Thornton on being named the recipient of the 2015 Bold Award in Human Dignity. Your journalistic work on spotlighting the leading topics and people of today makes a difference. Keep up the great work. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane of Thornton. Nutritional health and diet for baby boomers up next. Don't leave us. 
Listeners of your award-winning national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. It is Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on baby boomer nutrition and lifestyle. I have right now with me the one and only Dr. Juan Ochoa is with me. He's the chief medical officer for Nestle Health Science in North America, and I have dietitian Samantha Lynch on. How are you all this Tuesday night? Fantastic. Oh, thank you. You know, this is an important subject. Of course, we cover all of the health topics for all generations, but we know the baby boomers. Of course, uh, they play a major part in our society, and uh, they are continuing, of course, to prosper, and they're reaching retirement age. You know, I've got to know this. Samantha, you're a dietitian. You know, the, the year is going on. We're summer, fall will be here eventually. What are some good habits for people to keep in mind uh, that can make a difference when it comes to our overall health and nutrition? Well, it's really important to stay hydrated, um, especially during the summer months, and to continue to stay active. The recommendation is at least 30 minutes of activity a day. And, and speaking of activity, you know, these baby boomers, they want to continue doing the activities that they typically do. And what, what we notice in our practice is that in order to stay active, um, it's important to, to continue to have the muscle mass um, to support that activity. But as we get older... Um, people tend to lose their muscle mass, so protein is even more important during this time and sometimes can be difficult to get. In addition, um, calcium and vitamin D are important to maintaining strong bones Yes. and to minimize issues such as osteoporosis or fractures. Um, therefore, you know, I see, my, I see this all the time in my practice, and um, you know, sometimes when it's appropriate, I do recommend a nutritional drink to fill in those nutritional gaps okay. if they're not getting it from Okay, now Samantha, you talked about um, the different elements that people need, for instance, calcium and help fighting off osteoporosis. You know, I hear the O word all the time. I'm not a baby boomer yet, but I hope to be uh, aging at one point, but I'm a part of another generation. But tell me this. I think a lot of times when we hear the O word osteoporosis, we think of uh, women. We think of the little elderly women that are bent over. Let me know this. Should men be concerned about it also? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, men um, also are fall victim to osteoporosis as well. They still need um, a lot of um, great sources of calcium in both vitamin D. And what I found really a surprising statistic is that 40% of baby boomers are not getting the nutrition that they need from, the, from diet alone. Wow. That was a very staggering number. Wow. You know, Dr. Juan Ochoa, obviously you're with us, so you're a medical doctor. You know, what good advice do you have for baby boomers when they want to say they want to eat right, they say they want to stay healthy, but it's not that easy? It's not that easy, I agree. Uh, and uh, there's a significant number of challenges that we face. One would think that in the midst of plenty and, and uh, people that have available uh, food uh, would a naturally a, a balanced diet, but that is not necessarily the case. And we, baby boomers, and I'm part of that, uh, face a significant challenge. Oh and so to solve that, uh, Nestle Health Science has brought uh, two new products. One is called Boost 100 Calories, a protein-rich nutritional drink that, uh, that uh, brings the nutrients that are necessary without the excess calories. But for other uh, people, probably older, uh, Nestle Health Science also brings Boost Compact, a product that comes in half the volume and that is now nutritionally complete. And with these two products, we uh, hope uh, within Nestle to provide solutions for the challenges of our baby boomers. 
you know, Dr. Wanajoy, I have to ask this, and this may be an obvious question uh, to you, but not so much to me and maybe some baby boomers and others that are listening with us right now on this Tuesday night. Some baby boomers, uh, like all members of all generations, may deal with obesity, right? And so a lot of people say, well, when they're obese or overweight, they have excess calories and maybe they have excess other things in their bodies. Tell me this, uh, should a baby boomer uh, who has a weight problem or diabetes, you know, is is it probably smart or logical for them to get on board with something like a nutritional drink that you just talked about, or that's not a logical? It may be obvious to you, but let me know. This is, this is a really important question, and one that is uh, not intuitive. One would think that uh, because uh, we, we uh, uh, have such a high incidence of obesity, that other nutrients would be provided also in excess, but that is not the case. Okay. So we can see obesity in the presence of protein malnutrition or the deficit in uh, micronutrients such as vitamin D or calcium uh, that Samantha was talking about. Okay. So the fact that uh, half of our population are either overweight or obese does not guarantee that you all, uh, otherwise are well-nourished. Okay, and I know you're with Nestle. You know, tell me this, this drink, obviously I'm assuming it would help uh, curb appetite cravings? The, the idea of providing a protein-rich nutritional drink uh, does uh, help uh, uh, just bridging you through the day. Okay. Uh, and does, does provide uh, assistance so that you are not tempted to uh, uh, just uh, eat empty calories. I see. So it would be, I, I'm assuming from your perspective, ideal to pick up uh, the boost drink instead of picking up perhaps this, a candy bar or something that's just a lot of calories that's probably not that great for us. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and so in the case of an active baby boomer, a person that uh, wants to remain uh, active and needs their, their uh, muscles, uh, the idea of providing a protein-rich nutritional drink in just 100 calories, and by the way, in half the volume, and in addition, with great taste, uh, is, uh, is a good solution. For okay. So, wow, sounds like a, an ideal and viable option for those looking to try to maintain health and then taste, of course, because we love food. We know that, and when it tastes great, that's ideal. Samantha, I want to come back to you. You're a dietitian. I want to talk about the diabetics because there are some baby boomers, obviously, uh, that are diabetic. Diabetes seems to be on the rise in this country or really all of North America. You know, uh, talk to me about nutrition and diabetics. So it's very, very important that um, when when you're having a snack or meal that you have something with, that contains protein and fiber because they help regulate blood sugar levels. And so this is especially important for diabetics. And what, it's, what is great with, um, for instance, um, a protein-rich drink is it, it does it does um, have that protein that will help regulate the blood sugar levels. Oh, wow. So, it, so it's, okay, so it's definitely something that may be an option for some diabetics because I think a lot of people assume when someone's diabetic, you know, they can't drink that, they can't eat that. I mean, but you're saying not necessarily, right? That, that, that's true. And, um, I mean, certainly um, uh, there are nutritional drinks that are made for diabetics okay. to have uh, glucose control as well. Wow, very good. You know, thank you all both for being on with us. Dr. Juan Ochoa, I'm going to let you have the final thought for those baby boomers that are listening right now or members of all generation who are just trying to struggle to stay healthy, to stay fit. You know, any closing or final thoughts for them that are listening in that, hey, they want to live to be 90 or 95 years old? Thank you so much and, and uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, there's so many challenges and there's so many questions, 
but I would uh, suggest this to guide uh, 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 listeners to a boost.com where they're going to get a number of nutritional tips uh, uh, on uh, how to manage their own nutrition in this challenging days. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Juan Ochoa, of course, with Nestle and Samantha Lynch. Thanks for sharing. And finally, tonight, our exclusive conversation is with Dr. Jen Arnold. Of course, many of you know her. She is the beloved star of the very popular television show, The Little Couple. She joins me right now to talk exclusively about the importance of childhood vaccinations. We're going to kick it off now. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, you should know that it is August, and of course, August is National Immunization Awareness Month, and of course, we've heard a lot about infectious diseases all throughout this country. We remember the outbreak at Disneyland in California, and uh, of course, we just want to bring awareness uh, to vaccinations. Uh, A lot of people, of course, consider the importance of vaccinations to help keep our children safe and healthy, of course. Right now I have with me the one and only television personality, Dr. Jennifer Arnold. Of course, we see her all over the tube, but she's also a very respected physician, and she's also a mom of two. And she's here with us today to talk about the benefits of vaccination and why the Centers for Disease and Control, of course, right here out of Atlanta, uh, has a schedule that's going to be critical to help us stay on point. How are you doing this Tuesday night, Dr. Arnold? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you again for having me today. Ah, what an honor and a pleasure. Of course, many people, of course, love you. Your persona, of course, from television, very celebrated. Tell me this. Why is vaccination such an important issue for you personally as a physician and as a mom? Yes. Well, as you can imagine, uh, in both my professional and personal life, uh, vaccination to help protect our children's health is critical in my mind. And so it's very important to me because... You know, first and foremost, I'm a mom. I'm a mom to Will and Zoe, who I absolutely adore. And it's critical in my mind to keep them as healthy as possible and to try and help protect them from preventable diseases by getting their vaccinations on time. Mm. Um, And then, of course, in my professional life as a neonatologist, I care for the most critically ill babies, uh, those less than two years of age, who are the most vulnerable to these preventable diseases. And um, all too often, it's... Uh, very hard to see how serious these that you know these, these diseases can be for kids if they are not vaccinated or if they are just too young to receive vaccinations. These um you know these infections can be uh, serious and life threatening, and of course uh, I hate to see that in, in my patient population. So it's really important to me to raise awareness. Absolutely. You know, what a great point. You know, Dr. Arnold, you brought up something. Of course, you're a physician, and so you see uh, lots of kids, of course, and um, you see the ones who uh, can be sick, of course, because you see a special population. But for a lot of Americans, right, they say, hey, I've never seen an outbreak of measles. I've never seen an outbreak of smallpox. I don't know what that looks like. You know, it, it will be no big deal. What question do parents and guardians commonly have about their children's immunizations because I think you're right if we don't see it we don't know the seriousness of it but you being a specialty physician you see another side uh, that a lot of parents don't get to see fortunately and so sometimes I think we can become jaded and almost naive by the seriousness of the diseases yes well I think it's really important to you know raise the awareness about how important these vaccinations are because uh, thankfully many 
these individuals. We never see them, and I hope that no one does. But at the same time, that we, we know that the best way to, to keep children from having these diseases is to vaccinate, is to vaccinate on time. Um, one of the things that I think many parents may not realize, and many parents ask me about, is, you know, is it okay to delay vaccinations, or um, what happens if I miss, the va- miss, miss one of my vaccinations? Okay. you brought up that timing is so critical so you're saying it's generally not okay to say hey I'll get around to it when I get around to it you know we miss that uh, vaccination appointment or that wellness check if you will Um, but hey I can go in six or seven months but you're saying that as the body develops is that I would imagine is why experts uh, with the CDC and other organizations have the schedule where they need or highly request for kids to get vaccinated when they should right and it may be a silly one to you because you're obviously an expert in the field, but I know as a parent, I know as a parent, a lot of us say, hey, you know what, the the vaccinations, definitely, I want to keep them safe, just like you said, putting them in the car seat, just as important. But why do certain vaccines have multiple doses? Because I think that comes up, you know, if it's not the parent or the grandparents are saying, but they just had that shot three months ago, why do you need another one with it? Why is that so critical to follow up and make sure the multiple doses are kept on schedule? Dr. Arnold, that if a child happens to miss a scheduled dose, what would be the consequences? Yes. Um, geared towards parents 
Wow, wonderful. Of course, we have with us the one and only television personality and celebrated physician, neonatologist, Dr. Jennifer Arnold. Before you leave us, speak to the parents out there, the moms, the dads, the guardians. Maybe it's a grandmother that's taking care of the kids somewhere. You know, they love their kids. Uh, they want to be on point with the vaccinations. Um, but, you know, when they take the kid in, there's a little bit of crying. There's tears. Uh, sometimes, and, and we know uh, this can be somewhat common, there can be a fever hours later in the smaller kids. And the parent or the guardian is struggling. I know these help, but I don't want to see them fuss. I don't want to see the kid get tensed up or have the anxiety when they know a vaccination's coming. Speak to those parents that are torn between. They want to do what's right, uh, but they don't want to see the kid in any pain. Because you're a mom, you get it. Absolutely. I totally get it. No parent wants to, uh, you know, see their child cry or have to take them to the doctor, whether it's for something good or something bad, right? No parent wants to have to do that. Um, but that's why I'm so excited to be here, to be partnering with Pfizer, to be able to raise awareness, because I think the more parents know, then hopefully that will help them feel, uh, you know, stronger in their ability to take their child to their pediatrician and get vaccinated on time. Um, because, you know, ultimately, the bottom line is that you're doing your child so much love and care by making sure that they're vaccinated on time to help protect them the best that we can. Wow, powerful and lasting words again from the one and only celebrated, very famous Dr. Jennifer Arnold. Thank you and keep sharing all of your information to keep us informed and healthy. Thanks. Aww. Thank you again for having me. What an important show tonight on Let's Talk America. Again, we brought you an exclusive special edition spotlighting the latest and most timely news when it comes to our health. Thanks for sticking with us. We are not done yet. If you know me, you know I love great news conversation as much as I do great music. And tonight, we're putting the spotlight on a group out of Columbia, South Carolina. The group's name is R.L. Shepard and Theory. R.L. Shepard and Theory. This is one of the singles off of their latest album titled, I Believe. All right. They're going to close us out. They're going to take us home. Stay with Let's Talk America. We'll be featured live next Tuesday night, same time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Okay? Thank you. Keep the conversation going, everyone. And remember to check out our website, www.letstalkamerica with ShanaThornton.com. Real talk radio for real people let's talk america let's talk america radio is an entity of pageant and thomas enterprises llc all content original copyright 2015 it has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job, and I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is El Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning into the Let's Talk America with your host, Shannon Thornton. Hi, this is Carol from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. There's no other hand 
my life. 